this November 20th, Monday, NBA betting picks edition of the NBA Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by Bet365. Bet365 is offering new users a $1,000 risk-free bet. Sign up today at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash bet365. We're also brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets the sports betting research platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit hofbets.com and use promo code SGPN to get 50% off your first month and start making smarter bets today. Welcome, everyone, to the NBA Gambling Podcast, part of the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. It is Monday, November the 20th, currently 11.04 on the East Coast, here to get a brand new week of betting started in the association. And joining me here to help me break it all down, you guys know him as a superstar of the show. It's the villain himself, Terrell Furman Jr. Terrell, how's it going this Monday morning, my man? Oh, I'm good. I'm great. I am sitting here thinking about the weekend, thinking of all things transpired thinking about how Cat is going absolutely crazy after being so bogus and not saving Rudy Gobert. He didn't save Rudy Gobert, and now he's dropping 25, 30 a game. So you got Cat doing that. You got, you know, the Denver Nuggets and Minnesota for real. Can't win on the road, can't cover on the road, can't do nothing on the road. It, it, you have the Orlando Magic, the gift that keeps on giving. I mean, the Orlando magic, creating magic, the gift that keeps on giving. There's a lot of things to talk about here. Yeah, I was going to ask you if the Orlando magic have paid for all your Christmas uh, presents already uh, that you probably had to buy already, but I'm sure they have. Because oh, they, just played, the, they just paid for a party this weekend. There you go. Uh, yep. Yeah, we talked about this on the pod early, um, and we got into this trend uh, very early. I think it was after like the first game even I got onto it uh, after uh, they played the Rockets. Um what is it now? Right, 12 and 1, 13 and 1 in the first right, half bro. now? Um, Moon, I pulled a broad. Hey, man, after the first game, I knew this Orlando Magic first half trend was going to be it. I was telling the people after the first game, bet Orlando Magic in the first half every time. This always going. That's exactly how Brian said when Brian heard 80, uh, Kobe was about to score them 80. I, th- I knew he was going to score 70. I said it was, was 70. Was that? No, it was on the, after the Rockets game. It was, the, I think it was Portland. They went on the road. I'll have to look it up, but I know what we've been talking about in the Discord. We've been talking about it on the pod here, but uh, as of right now, I believe they are now yeah twelve and one straight up and twelve yep. and one ATS uh, uh, in the first half. The only loss that they have taken was the Mexico City game uh, against the Atlanta Hawks, where they had given really up twelve and points. Honestly, truly, they're so yeah, yeah, yeah. In the and US, it's yeah. twelve and zero. <laughs> yeah, on, that's why I put out the one loss. That. In the U.S., the Orlando Magic are undefeated <laughs> in the first half. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, yeah, they're chugging along another uh, stellar performance in the first half yesterday from the Orlando Magic. They were up 78 to 44 over the Indiana Pacers. So uh, definitely something that we will continue uh, taking a look at. But also, I haven't dug deeper, man. In that second quarter, they've been an absolute monster as well. I mean, that point differential in that second quarter for the Orlando Magic oh, has crap, just been it, it's been absolutely <laughs> crazy. Um, what else did you notice? I know you talked about the Denver Nuggets, their road struggles. Seems like they're the Golden State Warriors of this year, at least on the road. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't even want to get to it right now because we got a whole game to handicap that on, and yeah. I don't want to waste no more time. We can start with that one, 
and then I can roll into it. But I, I, I got a little bit of a, a rant because I told myself on Friday with Scott, if something didn't go our way, I wasn't going to do it for the rest of the season. Yeah. So again, like uh, Terrell mentioned, a lot of games here on the schedule. So let's dive right into. Let's start with that first game. Then the Denver Nuggets, uh, they are in the Motor City here tonight to take on the Detroit Pistons. Uh, currently, the Denver Nuggets are a nine-point favorite in the Motor City. Uh, currently, the total is sitting at two twenty-four and a half. Uh, looking at the injury report for both of these teams, not yet one submitted because I both believe both of these teams did play yesterday. Uh, the Raptors ran the Pistons out of the gym last night or yesterday afternoon, I should say. And then uh-huh. uh, the Cleveland Cavaliers did the same thing uh, to the Denver Nuggets. And Troy, you mentioned it, man. This team on the road has just not been very good uh, for the uh, Denver Nuggets. I'm trying to pull up the numbers right now, ATS for them. Oh, I can tell you it's one yeah, in five ahead. ATS. Yeah, they're one in five ATS on the road which is really, really crazy. When you look at the level of competition that they've been playing on the road, it really hasn't been anything that really, really frightens you, to be honest. They just can't get it done. I mean, okay, they went on the road to Cleveland. That's a tough game. You go on the road, you play a beat-up New Orleans team, and you lose that game outright. You go on the road to Houston, lose that game outright. That's a brutal loss there. You look at – who else? They they went to play Minnesota. That looks better as the year has gone on. Early in the season, we were kind of doubting that. But you go on the road at Memphis and don't cover six at Memphis. Like, that's what I felt like the writing was on the wall. When we sat on this show and I locked up Denver minus six at Memphis and they didn't cover there, I was like, ugh, yeah. that don't feel good. That's not great. I mean, the best road win is that 128-95 to OKC. But, and that's the only game they covered. Other than that, it's been pretty ugly for them on the road. And the reason is because they can't score. This team cannot score on the road. And so, and when you think about it, it makes sense, especially with the absence of Jamal Murray. Now you got a whole bunch of role player guys around Jokic that you're asking to step up into that moment. You're asking, you know, those guys coming off the bench uh, to step up and be able to add some Watson, Kankar. Like you're asking all those guys to step up for you off the bench and add to the level of scoring. And they really just haven't been able to do it. Like you look at what, uh, this team is doing on the road in terms of opponent scoring. And you have uh, their 25th in opponent's points per game on the road compared to other teams on the road. They are 25th. And when you look at the teams that they are, they are basically going up against, you have, what is that? Indiana, Washington, Portland, the Clippers, you know, like these are not championship level team Mm-hmm. The Hornets, like these aren't championship level teams that you're able to not, you're just not scoring. Like you're yeah. not scoring. And so let me go ahead and pull up the actual, uh, there we go. So yeah, 24th in the NBA in terms of scoring on the road, 30th Rockets, 29th Spurs, 28th Bulls, 27th Trailblazers, 26th Magic, 25th Pelicans. What championship contender is in that in that group? You can't score. Like, if you can't score, how are you going to expect to win the game? And so yeah. that's the real big, brutal thing for me with Denver is the fact that they've been unable to score on the road. And the home run split for their scoring is just so large because you look at what they're doing overall in the season. They're 12. Yeah. And one, they're 12. So you go from 12 all, you know, overall to 24th on the road is clearly a drop off there. I, I can't back this team. I said I wasn't backing them on the road anymore. I'm done with them, and I'm just going to play it out and see how it works for me. I'm going to continue to fade them. Give me the nine with the Pistons here. 
Yeah, I like the nine here with the Pistons as well for everything that you mentioned. Again, the road struggles for the uh, Denver Nuggets. And I fell into the trap yesterday of betting on them, thinking they would bounce back. And that number opened two and a half in favor of the Denver Nuggets uh, yesterday against the Cavs. And that number, I think, closed around four and a half. So, um, but again, the Cavs just ran them out of the gym uh, yesterday. And also now the Pistons coming off in a very embarrassing loss. And again, if you're going to play with some pride here, uh, are the Detroit Pistons, I think there's an opportunity that this is a good get up, a get up spot for them. You're welcoming the defending uh, NBA champions and to your building. Um, mm-hmm. and, and again, uh, like you mentioned, without Jamal Murray, this offense definitely is looking different. And you're asking um, other role players to step up, especially on the road, where I think it's a little more difficult. I think we've always said that you know role players rise at home, and it's very a little bit difficult for them um, on the road. Um, so yeah, Pistons plus the nine here. You have any thoughts on the total here? Uh, I mean, I got. I feel like I got to take the under just because Denver is expected to win this game, and they've been pretty bad scoring the basketball on the road this season. Uh, I yeah, so I, I feel like I got to go under. I think that it's a little yeah. bit more of a contesting game. I still do think Denver gets the win in this one. Like Detroit is not good. Two and twelve over the course of this season. Like I'm not sitting here saying Detroit's a good team, but you look at them against the spread, they're six and eight. They've been able to get it done at home. They're, you know, some of these times, and and when they're catching a bunch of points as an underdog, they're six and seven. I know that's not great, but mm-hmm. that's way more competitive than being two and twelve on straight up on the season. So, or two and eleven uh, straight up as a dog on the season. Like at least they're competing in some of these games. So yeah, give me the give me the Detroit plus nine. I'll take the under two twenty four and a half. Now that the number has gone up, but uh, yeah. Uh, Denver five and one to the under on the road thus far this season. The only game that did go over was yesterday where they gave up 121 uh, to the Cleveland Cavaliers. Uh, that total close around 215 and a half yesterday. So, um, yeah, with you on the under here as well. Let's get to some player props here. Terrell, what are we looking at? Uh, I mean, you got to play Jokic. It's the only person yeah, that he's dominated against him. Yeah, it's the only person you can count on. You look at. What Detroit's doing in terms of points in the paint, they're giving up a bunch of points in the paint over the course of the season. And where does Jokic line up in that? Third in the NBA in terms of points in the paint scoring. So you have a in the last five games, you have a Detroit team that's given up the 25th most points in the paint over the course of the league. And you have Jokic, who's third most in points in the paint scoring. Nobody else is really helping scoring. It's not Jokic, like solely Jokic's fault, the reason that they're losing these games. It's, yeah. he, he can score. He has the matchups. I think that he'll be able to take advantage of a Durin, take advantage of Bagley, Stewart, whoever they have out there. So, yeah, give me Jokic over his points prop today. Yeah, that number is sitting at 30 and a half right now. Uh, yesterday, uh, he wasn't foul trouble. He did have five uh, fouls in that game, but he only ended up playing, I believe it was 28 minutes yesterday. 8 of 13 from the floor, 18 points. But historically, like I was saying, um, against the Pistons, at least over the last several games, it's actually been really good uh, against them. I'm trying to pull up the exact numbers here. So over the last four games, 34, 28, 31, 30, he's been right on the cusp of getting a triple-double uh, in those games as well. So expect a huge bounce-back night here from um, Nikola Jokic. Are you expecting a Reggie Jackson revenge factor here? I didn't even think about that. <laughs> I mean, I guess. I guess. I I don't see his points prop up yet, but I'll, I'll, so when he was with the Clippers, I'll read off uh, one of your points that he has scored against the Pistons. So 29, 21, 15, 23, and 14. It'll just depend on what the number comes out at. Yeah. yeah. I think it's right. right. I, think, I like it. I like it. 
All right. Anything else for this game? Uh, no, no. Chats booming, though. James McWilliams hopped in and said, I'm late, but how about those Magic first half undefeated in the U.S.? Undefeated in the first half in the U.S. <laughs> the only loss that they took was outside the U.S. It's crazy. All right. Before we get over to the next game of the night, let me tell everyone about Bet365. We're brought to you by Bet365. Bet365 is the world's favorite sports book, trusted by over 88 million players worldwide. Props, sides, totals, live betting. Bet365 has you covered. If you like boost, you're going to love Bet365, like a 30% profit boost on your NFL same game parlay. Plus, they even have an early payout offer if your team goes up by 17 points. Sign up today and choose from two bonus offers, either a $1,000 no sweat bet or bet $5 and get 150 in bonus bets. Just head to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash bet365. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash bet365. Or use a sign-up link in our show bio. Problem gambling? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. All right, Terrell, next game on the board here. Let's go to the Boston Celtics. They are traveling to Charlotte to take on the Hornets. Currently, the Celtics are a nine-point favorite currently over on Bet365 with a total of 232.5. Looking at the injury report for both these teams, Boston did play uh, yesterday in Memphis, so um, no injury report submitted for them yet. For the Charlotte Hornets, um, Terry Rozier is going to be out. Nick Richards is in concussion concussion protocol. Uh, Cody Martin's also out as well. Frank Nilakina is also out as well. And then a bunch of G League guys that are on two-way deals here. So um, haven't seen any news on who's going to be playing for the Boston Celtics. But nonetheless, they are laying nine against the worst uh, defensive team in the association here, Terrell. Yeah, and they covered the last five games pretty handily at that. They've been really dominant in this series. Yeah. Eh, that means they're due. Give me Charlotte plus nine. <laughs> you knew he was not going to – yeah, there was no chance that he was going to lay with uh, with the Celtics here. Um, I, I It concerns me that the Celtics are on a back-to-back here. Um, if they weren't, I would be willing to lay it uh, with them here. But um, the pro- not the problem, but again, with guys like KP and, and Jalen Brown, who have been questionable over the past couple games, I know they have been playing. Um, but I feel like either one of those two guys, if not both those guys, will possibly sit out in this game. So uh, this was a pass for me. And then I was looking at their team totals uh, for the Boston Celtics here because, I mean, the Hornets have just been giving it up defensively. Um, they're giving up 122 points on average. The over is, I know we'll get to the total here in a minute, or I'm talking about the total here, but um, eight and four to the over thus far this season uh, in Charlotte Hornet games. The last couple of opponents that have faced them, all right, Miami Heat scored 111, but they gave up 130 to the Milwaukee Bucks, 122 to the New York Knicks, um, 133 to the Brooklyn Nets. They gave up 132 to the Washington Wizards. So if anything, I was playing in this game. It'll probably be a team total for the Boston Celtics, whether it's first half or uh, first quarter. Uh, I think they come out and, and play well here. Um at least scoring the ball here against this poorest defense that has just been absolutely atrocious thus far. You have any thoughts on the total? Yeah, I mean, I really wanted to take over in the last game, but it just kind of didn't make sense with how I was cooking Denver for the road scoring. But I, I definitely will get down on it here. And let's just keep the trend going, man. These back-to-back teams off of a back-to-back 
to the over is still at 70, 70%. Like, that's still yeah, a really, a really point. good trend. Teams coming off back-to-back, a little sluggish on defense, not really getting back, kind of just letting the, the game play, playing at a faster pace. Seem like they're trying to get the game over quicker so they can get up out of there. And so, yeah, I mean, the overs have been, you know, cashing at a explicit at an exponential rate. So, yeah, go ahead and give me the over in this game, over 232 and a half. Uh, any player props you're looking at in this game? Um, well, let's see. Who? I'm intrigued by Mark Williams because Nick Richards is going to be out. So I feel like he'll get majority of the minutes at that center. And you position. play your centers. You play your centers against the Celtics. Like yeah. this has been something I've talked about for a very, very long time. You play your centers against the Celtics because that's probably the position on the court that they feel comfortable letting score 10, 15, sometimes 20 points. Like it's that center position. So I think I could get behind a Mark Williams double double a day. Mark Williams, uh, maybe 15 and 10, 20 and 10, something like that. Just easy dump offs or like some garbage time minutes, especially if this game starts going out of whack. Plus 145 is what I see for his double-double for Mark Williams. Give me Gordon Hayward assist too, over four and a half at plus 120. I don't want to call it a revenge game. Seems like a revenge factor maybe, but... Yeah, but it's it's more because Gordon Hayward, like, still kind of help initiate this offense. Like when they don't mm-hmm. want the ball in the mellow's hand, it goes to Gordon Hayward's hands and he kind of helped making a bunch of those decisions. I know it's been off recently last three games. He's had four, zero and two, but before that nine, four, eight, three, five, like it's around there four and a half at plus plus one twenty. I feel like that's a really good value for a game that I expect to see a lot of points. And I think that he's going to have a lot of opportunity with the ball in his hand to just get it, make plays. And maybe it's Mark Williams that gets three, four easy assists for him. Yeah, I agree. Um, his rebounds are at nine and a half at plus uh, plus one hundred five, but I think the double double is the better value at plus one forty five uh, right now for Mark. Oh, Williams. plus one forty five for a double double. Yeah, yeah, hell yeah. Let me double check that because yeah, it has to be plus because his rebounds are at plus one hundred five. Uh, let's see here. Currently over on Bet three six five plus one seventy. I'm sorry. Uh, correct myself there. That is a lock. That is a yeah. lock. For Mark Williams here tonight. All right. You have anything else for this game? No, I'm good. Let's go. All right. Uh, let's get over to the next game on the schedule. The Milwaukee Bucks. They are laying nine and a half points here against one of the other worst defensive rated teams in the association. The Washington Wizards. They hit to the Nationals Capitol. Currently, the Bucks nine and a half uh, on the road here with a total of 245 and a half. Uh, looking at the injury report for both of these teams, for the Milwaukee Bucks, uh, Marjan Bochamp is going to be out for this game. Jay Crowder is also out, um, and that is pretty much it for the Bucks. For the Wizards, uh, Johnny Davis is questionable here tonight, and DeLon Wright is going to be out uh, for the Washington Wizards. Um, Bucks coming off of the victory on Saturday night. Uh, against the uh, Dallas, I was about to say Dallas Cowboys, Dallas Mavericks uh, in a game that was an absolute shootout, 132 to 125. They covered the two. They have now covered three straight games, have the Milwaukee Bucks. That was against the Raptors, the Hornets, and the Mavericks. And it seems like they've kind of figured it out offensively as well because they put up at least 128 points uh, over the last three games. Like I mentioned, against the Raptors, the Hornets, and against the Mavericks. And now they go up against 
like I mentioned here, Terrell, one of the other worst defenses in the league. What do you think about mm-hmm. this game? Minus nine and a half. Yeah, man. I mean, after flaming the Bucks for the, the first 10 game starts of the season, they've covered three straight. Two on the road, one at home. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I guess we got to throw that trend out the books of fate in the books because they covered three straight. You know, when you lose three heads straight in blackjack, get up off the table, shop Sean stacking money green for, you know, coaching me up in blackjack. And this is how I'm playing it. I'm I'm getting up off the table from fading the Bucks. It seems like they found ways to cons- at least score to the level that they're giving up points. Like they may not be playing defense any better, but at least they're scoring more so that they can at least win and cover some of these games. And they have a Washington Wizards team that is literally the worst team in the league. Like you talked about Charlotte. Washington is like, I don't even know. I mean, maybe I, I I don't know how you can depend on this team when their best player, maybe second best player, depends who you ask, is just not scoring a basketball. Like, yeah. And unfortunately, I can't fade them here because I don't have anybody that I think is a really, really good perimeter defender on Milwaukee. So he may wake up this game, but. How do you how do you back Jordan Poole or a Jordan Poole led team at this point? Like I don't know. One and four against the spread are the Wizards uh, at home. One and four straight up. Uh, three and two to the over, giving up one hundred and twenty one point two points per game. Uh, unfortunately, the team total right now for the Milwaukee Bucks in this game is at one twenty seven and a half. <laughs> um, would I be surprised if they got over this number? No, I wouldn't because they're averaging 130 over their last three games here. But, yeah, I, I'm going to lay it here with uh, Milwaukee, man. I think that uh, Dame and Giannis, like you mentioned, that the first 10 games were fading. Man. Maybe it was you know them. Both those guys were in and out of the lineup, but it seems like they figured out kind of how to play with each other. Um, and it's not usually your turn, my turn, if people have been watching the Milwaukee Bucks. It's like they actually have um, you know, a, an offensive flow going on right now. So, um, I, I like Milwaukee here. I'll take the, I'll, I'll lay the minus nine and a half here. Um, looking at their team total, it's at one twenty-seven and a half. I'll possibly look at it for the first half or even the first quarter for them to go over. Usually, um, Dame, I think came out and said that he wants to play the entire first quarter because he did that in Portland. So then Giannis comes out probably around like the six, seven uh, minute mark. And then traditionally what we've seen with the Bucks, he'll come back in with about two minutes left. But so you'll at least have Dame or Giannis on the floor for the entire first quarter. So I uh, don't hate that angle. Uh, do you have any thoughts on the total here? Over. Yeah, I'm not going to over. All right. Uh, player this, props. Just, both these defenses are terrible. Just give me the over. Uh, I will player say props. this, that yeah. Milwaukee, sorry, over the last five games, they're actually up to number eight in defensive rating. Okay. Okay. Still not sold, but okay. We're almost there. Jordan Poole is a question that everybody's going to have questions about in terms of player prop realm. Uh, his points prop is at 16.5. He's averaging 15.5 for the season. He dropped 27 in the opener at home, and then here are his home games after that. In the L to Boston, he had 11. In an L to Charlotte, he had 14. And in the L to Dallas, he had 16. He had In an L to New York, he had 8. So he has actually gone under this prop at home in his last four home games, four of the last four or five this season. <sighs> Why does it feel like he's going to go over today? I'm shocked that's only been one game this season where he's jacked up only uh, 20 plus shots. 
Yeah, I, I don't. Yeah, I mean, he's just not even taking the shots anymore at this point. But like between Lillard and, and Beasley, like he should really, really cook them. Like really, really should cook them. Give me Jordan Poole's threes. I'm not going to trust him to consistently do this over the course of the entire game. He may actually have a terrible shooting game, and this is a horrible bet. But, I mean, if he puts up 10 threes, three of them fall. Can I get three of them to fall for plus 185? Like, no, yeah, you're right. James McWilliams is right. He didn't cook, and Ruby Rose was in the building. That's actually, like, that's really, really kind of crazy. For the people that don't know, just go look up Ruby Rose. Look up a picture of Ruby Rose, and you'll understand that I think it's absolutely insane that Jordan Poole – no, I'm out, I lied. I'm out on Jordan Poole. I'm not giving up that prop. I'm so out <laughs> on Jordan Poole. There's no way Ruby Rose is in the building and you're not scoring 30. Like, I don't get it. I, I truly don't – no, it's no way. He sucks. When was she yeah, in the well, building? Let's see how Kyle Kuzma did in that game. Where's his – Kyle Kuzma? <laughs> Kyle Kuzma do Ruby Roses in the building. Oh, no, I can't. I can't. That's such a fade. That is such a fade. Where's this turnover prop? What's the turnover prop for the day? Um, for Jordan Poole, let me see. Player props. I tried to sell myself on his threes. I really did. Thanks, James. I appreciate that. I'm not taking somebody that didn't cook in Ruby Roses in the building. Mm, turnovers is probably at three and a half, knowing Jordan Poole. Or Ruby Rose. Two and a half minus 160. Yeah. I wish they gave us a, a milestones on his turnovers and we could we could roll that up. Come on, Bet365. I'm going to have to send him a DM at Bet365. I'm going to have to send him a DM on Twitter and tell him to add milestones for Jordan Poole turnovers and I'll gladly bet it. But yeah, two and a half minus 165. I mean, if you ain't got, if you want a parlay piece, great parlay piece there for you. Yeah. Um, Blizzards also do come in as one of the worst rebounding teams in the association. Giannis is at 11 and a half, but I feel like that's too obvious. But he has been really good against them as well. I I, I'm find, also concerned uh, about the uh, blowout factor. That's all right. So well, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to send a DM to Bet365. Hmm. And make sure you use our promo code, sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Bet365. I'm going to send them a DM, and I'm going to ask them to uh, list Bobby Portis props. And we're going to take Bobby Portis rebounds over. Yeah. Because when he gets in the game, there's literally nobody coming off of that bench that can challenge him. Yeah, I agree. That's a good look. All right. All right. Uh, anything else for this game? No, I'm good. All right. Uh, before we get over to the next game on the schedule, let me tell you guys about our good friends over at Underdog Fantasy. Look, if you want to play alongside some of your favorite uh, uh, fantasy players, you can do that over at Underdog Fantasy, and you can do it all season long. In fact, NFL, NBA, NHL, college basketball, college football, simply pick higher or lower on your favorite players' fantasy stats and cash in. Like we mentioned, we're going to look for that Bobby Portis uh, underdog pick uh, for today uh, for his uh, rebounding pro- uh, for his rebounding projection. So stay uh uh, with us till the end of the episode, Terrell and I will put together an underdog fantasy entry for the NBA games here for tonight. So you can watch along, you can make your picks as well, or you can, you know, follow us and maybe make a little cash over on Underdog's mobile app or website, underdogfantasy.com. And when you sign up with promo code SGPN, 
Underdog will double your first deposit up to $100. So again, that's Underdog Fantasy using promo code SGPN. And we're also brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets. Win bigger by betting smarter this NFL season with Hall of Fame Bets, a sports betting analytics platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Research every NFL, NBA, MLB, and soccer bets with historical stats and data. Enter any parlay idea into Hall of Fame Bets' revolutionary parlay optimizer tool to get hit rates broken down by leg, as well as an expected probability for the entire parlay. Sort all players by hit rate for any bet to learn which players are hot and which picks have value. Stop betting in the dark and join over 30,000 users researching with Hall of Fame Bets to craft more intelligent data-driven parlays. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit hofbets.com and use promo code SGPN to get 50% off your first month. Start researching, start winning with Hall of Fame Bets. All right, well, let's get to the next game on the board here. We'll go over to to my home state. Let's go to Texas. We got the L.A. Clippers. They are in San Antonio tonight to take on the Spurs. Uh, Clippers right now are laying eight points against the Spurs on the road here with a total of 230 and a half. Looking at the injury report for both of these teams, pretty clean for the L.A. Clippers uh, for the San Antonio Spurs. Devin Vassell is doubtful here for tonight, and that is pretty much the only significant injury uh, for the Spurs. Did see the Clippers break their losing streak uh, with James Harden as a member of the Los Angeles Clippers. Didn't cover the game, but they did get the victory um, against my Houston Rockets. Now they are in San Antonio. Kawhi Leonard back uh, at his old stomping grounds against uh, with the Spurs here, but minus eight are the Clippers against the Spurs here. Terrell, what are you thinking? Uh, whatever's, uh, I think it's the doctor injury. Tell Devin Vassell he can have mine. I'm not using it. He can he can <laughs> have mine and go play. Go be great. <sighs> I want to fade the Spurs team without Devin Vassell, but I'm not laying this number with the Clippers. Fun fact. Clippers still haven't covered a game since trading for one. Jamie Harmon, Harden. Is James short for something? James is a short. I don't think so. No, I don't think. Either Jameson. One, Jameson Harden. Because Jameson here, while well, he's come to the team, and he they went to lose four straight, three straight? Was it three or four straight? One, I think yeah. it was like four. Yes, they lost to the Knicks, then they lost to the Buck, to the Nets, then they lost to the Magic, then they lost to Memphis, then they lost to Denver. That was five straight. They finally got a win. I believe this is the game that Russ said that I'm coming off the bench to help build continuity in that starting yep. lineup. And in his effort to build continuity, he actually destroyed the continuity because he made a change, and continuity is about like not changing. So a bunch of crazy things going on in – you know, the forum. I get we'll call them the forum because that's where they're gonna start playing games. We'll call them the forum. And so with the forum here, there's no way I'm late in eight and a half. I'm sorry. This team's not good. They have all the star power, all these names, but they're not gelling, it's not meshing, it's not working. You sat here and you were in you were liable of losing that game. And if James Harden, sorry, Jameson Harden didn't go out there and hit a crazy uh shot and kind of put y'all ahead, then you were really screwed in that one. So on the road. No continuity. Don't think he coached that well. I like Pop. This San Antonio Spurs team stinks. They're 3-10, and 10, but they're competitive in some of these games. I wish Devin Vassell was here. I would probably take him on the money line. Probably not going to take him on the money line, but give me the 8.5 with the San Antonio Spurs. 
Yeah, I mean, I, I again, this is a situation where I need to see them uh, cover a couple games. I think something similar to show, cover one, just cover one, and show me that she can cover with James Harden. Cover one, you have yeah, yeah. Something similar to like, I mean, I don't think it's an exact comparison, but I think you know, with the Bucks, right? They got off to where they have a new head coach. I know this, um, the Clippers don't, but you added, you know, Damian Lillard, maybe with some growing pains there. Um, and now with this Clippers team that you added James Harden. So they're obviously they're going through the growing pains right now. But I, I, I like the Spurs in the first half here. Uh, they've been really competitive in that first half uh, thus far this season. I think the wheels just fall off for them in that second half um, so far this season. I should have had the splits in front of me. But um, I think, yeah, Spurs first half maybe even money line for the spurs i don't hate that uh, but full game yeah i'm not laying eight or eight and a half again with the clippers here so uh spurs home um home dog here for me as well total sitting at 230 and a half here Terrell, any thoughts on that yeah let's go over let's go over i mean on the road clippers haven't been that good. You look at this San Antonio team and they've been pretty good to the over let me look at their numbers uh, officially, yeah, eleven and two. Like this is one of the best over teams. Eleven and two, uh, seven and zero oh at home. Ten and two as an underdog. I know Clippers games kind of expect to go over a little bit, but I think this team just has a different makeup, and the players that they have aren't dogs on defense like you typically have seen. And so, yeah, I, yeah I'll go ahead and back the over in this game. That they played earlier this season where they beat the Spurs by forty, and that total well, that total went under, but. They beat them by 40. I don't think I think this one's a lot closer. So yeah, give me the over. Yeah, like you mentioned, seven and zero is the over um for the Spurs in their home games thus far this season. And two of those games did go to overtime, but I, I feel like those two games were already over the total. Or so I think it's like for the Rockets game where that one uh needed overtime to get over the total. But they are giving up 122 points at home to the opposition. Um player props in this game here, Terrell. Anything you're looking at? I guess I'll take. I mean, I rock with Keldon Johnson. I do. I think. It, I think. I just. I kept cashing that Devin Vassell prop, and that just kind of turned me off on every other San Antonio spur at that point. But I'll roll with Keldon Johnson again and get it done here. Give me Keldon Johnson over on his points. I'm trying to see what he has done without Devin Vassell in the lineup this season. Let's see. Good type today. Uh, all right, so. He's averaging 21.3 points per game in four games without Devin Vassell. 26 against the Raptors, 16 against the Pacers, 21 against the Kings, and 22 against the uh, um, Grizzlies. Right now, his points drop is at 17 and a half. Um, well, one plus one equals two. Yeah. Word to ski. Uh, yeah, there you go. Uh, yeah, so Kellen Johnson here. Are you putting into any stock into Kawhi Leonard back in San Antonio? Nope. All right. Anything else? No, I just hate this club scene. Yeah, I'm there with you. All right, next game on the board here. Let's go to the Miami Heat. They are in Shout Town to take on the Chicago Bulls. Uh, Heat are a minus one and a half point favorite in Chicago here with a total of 208 and a half. Looking at the injury report for both of these teams for the Miami Heat, we know Tyler Hero is going to be out for a little bit longer. Kevin Love, Josh Richardson are all available to play in this game for the Chicago Bulls. Alex Caruso is probable. 
And that is pretty much it. A lot of two-way uh, G League guys that are on the injury report that are obviously out for this game here. But uh, both these teams just matched up. I believe it was Saturday night, if I'm not mistaken, uh, where the Bulls did get the um, victory, 102-97. Uh, they did cover as road, oh, sorry, home underdogs in that game. Bulls uh, looking to avenge that loss here. Minus one and a half for the Heat here, Terrell. What do you think? I agree with uh, James McWilliams in the chat here. By far, worst game of the night. Both of <laughs> these two teams, 5-7-1 and one, ETS for the Miami Heat, 5-9 and nine for the Chicago Bulls, 3-6 and, and six at home for the Chicago Bulls. They just got, did get the win against the Miami Heat, like you said. Back-to-back set, just give me the team that lost the first one. So I'll take the Miami Heat. However, Miami Heat is minus 1.5 tonight. So you know what that means. Heat by one, baby. <laughs> Heat by one. <laughs> Just take the money line. Don't waste your time with it. Um, oh, man. Let me see what their money line is right now. Uh, they are minus 120. Um, so you're saving about. 10 cents on just taking the money line. You know why they lost the on Saturday? You know why they lost on Saturday? Because the what? line closed at minus two. If it was minus one and a half, they wouldn't have won by one. <laughs> they closed at minus two. That's why they lost. But if it was minus one and a half, they would have won by one. So just watch this line. If it closes minus one and a half, just put a little bet on a prop of the Heat to win the game by one because probably will. I'm pretty sure they won one of these games by one, or was it the Bulls? It might have been. The they Bulls did. Last we, you, year. you and I talked about it. Remember, they, uh, we were. You said it. And we agreed that there was going to be a game where they win exactly by one point. The line was uh, one and a half. Yeah, no, and, and there was. It's an. It, but it's one between these two. I don't. It might not have been the same. It might have been the Raptors. It was it's a Lakers game. game. Oh, for Miami okay. at home, they won 108, 107. <laughs> the line was one and a half. <laughs> uh, total. What do you think? Uh, give me the under back to back game set. These two teams just played played again. They didn't really score in that first game. What was that? Ninety seven to one. One hundred two. Yeah, so I'll take the under again. Yeah, I just don't have trust uh, in this Bulls team to score. And again, um, trying to find the pace numbers for both of these teams, but uh, again, not. Uh, not very good, I would say, uh, as far as pace goes for these teams. Let me see here. Uh, so Chicago, as far as pace, is number third slowest. And the Miami Heat are the ninth slowest. So, yeah, pace is not a concern here defensively. Uh, we know that the Miami Heat can do their top 10 in uh, defensive rating. Chicago is uh, right at league average, a little above league average at number 13 thus far this season. So uh, uh, with you on the under here. Uh Player props, what are we looking at? I'm sorry, I'm distracted from looking at this post that Shay posted of him cooking stuff. <laughs> oh, yeah, I saw that hey, this morning. Hey, Shay posted it. Hey, every clip is him cooking stuff. <laughs> hey, man. Oh, man. And they don't play again this season. That's crazy. Why is it? Why is the season just started? You're telling me that the. The Thunder and the Warriors don't play again for the rest of the season. Is this serious? Is that is that a, is that an actual fact? What they don't play again this season? Yeah. Uh, so I know a- they already matched up in OKC. 
Hold on, let me see. This is how I get us off topic, by the way, for people that are wondering. I know they're like, man, just talk about the player props. I'm yeah. sorry. I'm so sorry. Okay. But cool. no, they don't play again the rest of the season. <laughs> yeah, they don't. They already played three games. <laughs> No, it's really funny because like when, when players post plays like that, like it's literally just like their best plays. Like, no, every single one is him cooking stuff. <laughs> All right, I'm sorry. We're talking about player props in this game. And for those people, I'm sorry, I got tears in my eyes. I'm trying to wipe them away for those that aren't watching on youtube.com slash NBA Kimberly Podcast to see me wiping the tears out of my eyes because that was so funny. Yeah, for those people that bet Bam, you've been cashing very recently. Congratulations to you. I hope you keep going and keep cashing. I know that if I recommend him on here, he's not going to hit. So uh, I'm not going to do that, and I'm just going to let Bam continue to go on the heater that he's been on. Uh, oh, boy. I mean, is this not a Zach Levine tryout? Did you see the clip of him just like kind of walking off after they won yesterday or the last game? Yeah. What did he have last game? Was it? He played 35 minutes. He was only 5 of 10. Maybe he didn't like he did that. He didn't get enough shots of. I don't know. What the hell scored all the points? 13 points. I don't know why. I don't know why he wouldn't be like trying to try out for the team. Like I would be trying to give them 30 and be like, you need me. You need me. This who you this who you want before for me. We had DeRozan who went crazy for 23. They really did. Like, they shot the ball well. DeRozan, Vucevic, and Levine were all 50%. It's just they probably didn't take enough shots. Slower pace of game. Yeah. That's a, give me Kobe White over over assist. I'll just I'll just keep back in my Kobe White play. I've been playing it. They've been giving me four and a half pretty consistently. Sometimes I'll get five and a half. But pretty consistently, I've been getting four and a half on that assist prop from Kobe White, and it's been cashing. So I'm going to go ahead and back Kobe White again. There's two I liked in this game. Uh, Kobe White, you mentioned, but I'm looking at his threes. Um, trying to find a number on that if it's been posted yet. I don't see it yet, but um, the Miami Heat are allowing the most three pointers made uh, this season uh, to the opposition around, around about 15 per game. Kobe White in the last game against the Heat hat was 4 of 10. And then the uh, previous couple games there, uh, 3 of 8, 4 of 8. And he's, I mean, the shot volume, at least from 3, has been there for Kobe White. So it makes sense, right? If you're paying, you know, the defense is paying attention to DeMar DeRozan and Zach Levine, that should open up opportunities for Kobe White to take those shots. So I don't see his threes pointed yet. Uh, but if it's mm-hmm. at two and a half at plus money, I'd definitely hop on the over on that. And then you mentioned Bam. Um, he's been doing really well against the Bulls. Three uh, games in a row, he scored 20-plus points uh, against them, 27-12, and 23-7. And, and then last game, 24-10-5 for Bam uh, against the um, Chicago Bulls. And that right now, his points prop is listed at 20. I mean, just listen to what Bam's been doing this entire month. Listen to what Bam's been doing this entire month. 21 and 14, 18 and 4, 24, 19 and 10, 30 and 11, 26 and 17, 24 and 11, 21 and 11, 20 and 7, 24 and 10. I really, really, really want to bet Bam. Like, I really, really do. But I just know, I know how that's going to work out for me. All right. I know. I'll, I'll give it out in, uh, Curtis uh, uh, instead of you so to our listeners. So. Then uh, if it doesn't cash here tonight, then they can blame me instead of you. 
All right. I appreciate that because I just I, I know. I know this is what happens. I It happens every year. I watch Bam have this run and I'm like, dang, Bam looks like an all star. Bam looks really, really good. And then I, I, I get on the train and I start betting Bam and he doesn't hit. Anything else for this game? Nope. Let's go. All right, next game, New York Knicks. They are in Minnesota to take on the Timberwolves. Currently, the Wolves are a two-and-a-half-point home favorite. Total sitting at 214-and-a-half in this game. Looking at the injury report for the New York Knicks. Fournier questionable. Quentin Grimes questionable. Um, and that is pretty much it for the Minnesota Timberwolves. Uh, pretty clean injury report. Nobody of significance on there. Uh, let's start with the side here, Terrell. Minus two-and-a-half in favor of the Minnesota Timberwolves against the New York Knicks. Yeah, man. I mean, I'm really not interested in the side. The total is my best play, probably one of my favorite plays of the day here. But uh, for in terms of the side, you look at the last five meetings between these two teams, and the road team has won every single meeting, which mm-hmm. is pretty par for the course for the New York Knicks because they can't win at home. So you got three road wins for the Timberwolves, two road wins for Minnesota. I mean, not for uh, for the Knicks. Able to get it done. Those Knicks games have been very, very low scoring. The games that Minnesota won have gone over. The one that the Knicks have won have gone under, under 212 and one, under 235 and a half and another. Uh, that And that 235 one only landed 227. So, like, that's my best play of the day. Of the day. I can't even talk here. What in the world? That's my best play of the day here is I'm backing the under in the New York Knicks and the Minnesota Timberwolves. You have two of these teams, two of the best defenses in the league right now, honestly. Two top five defenses, a very, very slow, methodical pace. And you look at what, you know, you got the Thibodeau revenge game in there as well. And these two teams, it's going to be a little, like these games are a lot more animated than people would think. Like there is like this kind of West East Coast rivalry going on with Minnesota and the New York Knicks, where these games are really, really more animated. Again, Torian Prince dropped 30 on the Knicks at home and missed one Mm -hmm. shot. So these games, anything could happen. Literally anything could happen. Torian Prince dropped 30 on the Knicks at home and missed one shot. So. I'll take the next plus two and a half just because of the road team typically always wins this matchup, but favorite play under two fourteen and a half and a half for sure. Yeah. Um, Minnesota number three defensive rated team, New York Knicks number five um, offensive rating wise. The Knicks are, I think they were number one over the last five games, but that number could be a bit, a little bit misleading because they have played the worst defenses um over the past couple games here have the knicks uh let me just pull that up so i know they played the hornets uh, i think they had the wizards in there as well um and they scored 120 plus points against both those teams against against atlanta as well 116 in that game so now you're going up against one of the better defenses here i actually do like the the wolves in this game at, at the, the short number of two and a half um it's been a night and day difference for the Minnesota Timberwolves playing at home. Oh, yeah. Playing on the oh, road, yeah. Right? I forgot to mention that. Yeah, 100%. So Minnesota at home this season, 5-0 straight up, 5-0 against the spread, 3-2 uh, and two to the under, uh, and they've held um, every opponent less than 110 points. The only one that got close was the Celtics at 109, but every other opponent at 101 for the Pelicans and then less than 100 to the Heat, the Denver Nuggets, and the Utah Jazz. 
Um, so the defense at home has been really good for this Minnesota Timberwolves team. Um, the Knicks have been good on the road as well, but again, like I mentioned, they played two of the worst defenses on the road over the last week. Um, so I'll take the uh, I'll take the Minnesota Timberwolves here minus two and a half, and I agree with you on the uh, under uh, in this game again with these two defenses. I think the pace will slow down in this game as well. Um, and again, like we mentioned, two top five rated defensive teams here, and again, pace is. Uh, not a huge concern here either for either one of these teams. I'm trying to look that up. So New York Knicks are the slowest team thus far this season association. And yeah. uh, the Minnesota Timberwolves are a little bit below league average as well, as far as the slowest uh, pace team in the association. Uh, so yeah. Uh, player props. What are we looking at? <sighs> how do you go against Ant? I don't know how you, in what situation, I don't know how you go against Ant. Cat's been like really, really hooping recently and like really, really hooping. And it's crazy because you just don't know what mindset Cat is. Like, there's some days Cat wake up and I'm like, man, I'm really like one of the top 10 unguardable players in the league right now, for sure. Like, it's really, really hard to guard me. And then he goes out and shows it. And then there's other days that he's like, eh, I'm an okay basketball player. And then he goes out there and he shows it. So, uh, I don't really think I have a grasp on anything I really, really like. I mean, is he I still would... with Jordan Woods? Yes. Okay. He is. I'm pretty sure. sure. Thought of that. Okay. I don't know. I got to go check <laughs> the tabloids. <laughs> All right. Uh, I don't really. It's nothing that's really like catching my attention, got my eye. Maybe a Julius Randle, but I'm, I'm uh, not really on th- anything. Yeah, I think just rebounding's or sorry rebounds for someone and I haven't been able to put my finger on who it's going to be um Rudy hasn't really had a lot of success over the last couple games rebounding wise against the Knicks um I'm trying to see if Julius Randall does here um so golly Randall dropped 57 his last game against the Knicks I mean the Timberwolves Oh, yeah. Sorry, against the Timberwolves. Yeah. 57 uh, back on. I mean, really, but when you think about it, who's guarding him? Yeah, I think it's a mismatch for him, right? So maybe, I mean, I don't think Cat can really guard him. McDaniels? Is he, didn't he get suspended? Did he get suspended? For the, I don't know. The Warriors. I don't know how many games. Only only suspension anybody ever talked about was Draymond. So if anybody else got. Out that, out that, <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> if anybody else got suspended out of that stuff, I have no idea. The only suspicion that ever got talked about was Draymond. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't, I don't want to force the. Yeah, I'm good. Yeah, all right. Let's get over to the next game here. Uh, we got the Sacramento Kings. They are in the Big Easy to take on the New Orleans Pelicans. Kings are right now a one point favorite in this game. Total of 237 and uh, 237. That number's come down. Let me fix that banner for us. Um, Kings did play yesterday against the Dallas Mavericks, so no injury report submitted for them yet. Um, and also the Pelicans, uh, Jose Alvarado is questionable, right ankle sprain. CJ McCollum continues to be out. Trey Murphy the third. Larry Nance Jr. is also out for this game as well. Um, and Matt Ryan is questionable with the right cap soreness. Um, Sacramento, like I mentioned, coming off of the victory, I believe, yesterday against the Sacram- sorry, against the Dallas Mavericks. Um, Pelicans have been playing pretty good basketball here as well. Kings laying a point here, Terrell, in New Orleans. What are you thinking? Yeah, I'm taking the Kings. They're on a revenge tour, man. 
they're on a, like a, some type of revenge tour. Supposedly, you talked about it. Jose Alvarado could be making his return back to the team tonight. But mm-hmm. I mean, De'Aaron Fox goes down. They lose every game. I think every game but one. And then he comes back, and they rip off five straight. <laughs> yeah. Like, and not only five straight. I'm pretty sure they covered all of these. They covered all of these games. So not only did they rip off five straight, they rip off five straight plus margin. This team is so good with De'Aaron Fox in the lineup, and it's crazy that one player adds a night and day difference from it. But it's literally you fade the Kings without De'Aaron Fox, and you bet them with De'Aaron Fox. Like that—that's pretty much where we're at at this point. I, yeah, I know New Orleans is a pretty solid home team, five and three this year at home. Five of their six wins have come at home, so. Uh, but I, I'm taking a better team here with the Sacramento Kings. They built, they play really good defense. The scoring is up with Darren Foss back in the lineup. They are they have that gel and they have that continuity. This is real continuity, Russ. A whole year of playing with this same lineup: Fox, Herder, Murray, Sabonis, Barnes. You got a whole yep. year playing this lineup. That's real continuity. I'm gonna take the Sacramento Kings here minus one and a half. Just to put this in perspective here, but what you about, talked about, uh, De'Aaron Fox with and without him this season. So five games uh, without De'Aaron Fox, they averaged 102, uh, 102.6 points per game. In the seven games with him, 127.3 points per game. That's a 24-point uh, difference here. And like you mentioned, the one game that they did cover um, was against the Thunder, uh, Thunder without well, him. But after <laughs> After that, they put up 132, 125, and then 129 in back-to-back games uh, with De'Aaron Fox back. So that just kind of tells you, um, you know, how, like like Terrell mentioned, how impactful De'Aaron Fox is in this lineup. They do play the Pelicans again on Wednesday, so it's one of those, you know, back-to-back situations where we're playing the same opponent. Um, so keep that in mind here as well. But, yeah, I think I'm with you here, man. This this Kings team has looked uh, really good. Anytime De'Aaron Fox is on the floor, I'm always going to bet him. Um, but even if Alvarado's out there here tonight, coming back from the ankle injury, I'm not sure how effective or he will be against De'Aaron Fox because he's definitely one of the fastest players, if not the fastest players in the entire league. Um, yep. Is De'Aaron Fox. So I'm with you. Minus one here. Uh, all right. Uh, total, 237. 237. Yeah, I like. I'm going to go over. I like a team total over for Sacramento Kings. a little bit more. Yeah, yeah for mm-hmm. the Kings a little bit more, but I'll just go ahead and lean over for the full game. Pelicans been okay defensively. They're below league average, 116.6, 1. 16.2 points per game in terms of scoring. I don't, I, I, I just, I think this is a bad matchup. I think this is a bad matchup and that the Kings are be are going to be able to more put a lot more emphasis on the inside of the paint area, and that's really where New Orleans has been struggling, which is guarding teams inside of that painted area. You look at last five games in terms of points in the paint, and this Pelicans team, again, below league average, hovering around 20 in the NBA in terms of guarding inside the paint. If there's anything that they're bad at for that Pelicans team, it is guarding inside the painted area. So I'm going to go ahead and take the Kings to be able to get it done there. Uh, Pelicans, <clears throat> excuse me, and the Kings over the last five games are top five in um, pace. Um, uh, Pelicans are number four, Sacramento number five. So do expect to see some up and down in this game here as well. So, yeah, I'm with you. The team total here is my favorite play in this game. It's at 119 and a half for the Sacramento Kings. But like mm-hmm. we mentioned, with De'Aaron Fox, they put up 100 and, uh, 
125 plus over the last three games and then 120 plus over the last uh ever since he did return to the lineup for the sacramento Kings. so over 119 and a half i love it and then i'll uh, lay the point here with the kings as well player props uh Terrell, what are we looking at <sighs> dear fox Let's see what his number is player props 28 and a half for deer and fox 28 and a half mm-hmm. all right let's look here at what deer fox has done in these last few games since coming back from that injury let's see here click 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 all right deer fox 28 28 43 30 28 28 43 30 okay all right that's pretty good pretty solid you said it's 28 and a half 28 28 43 30 28 okay. and a half yeah what's this assist prop at assists for d fox six and a half minus 115 six and a half over Let's look what he's done a lot since coming back with uh, six, five, seven, seven. Hmm. He's right there. Six, five, seven, seven. Cash in the last two. Been really, really good. So at this point, like, this is the conversation we need to have, people. And Ron said it in the chat. And I don't think anybody's having this conversation. So, De'Aaron Fox has played six games this season, seven games this season. He has 18, 39, 37, 28, 28, 43, 30. If you're not doing math or you don't understand, that comes out to 31.9 points per game with six assists on 50% shooting. I would just like to everybody to know this is an MVP level performance that you're getting from Gear Fox right now. And you should be betting him every single time he touches the court because it's not high enough because nobody in Vegas. No, I don't even know what the odds for him to be MVP are. I don't even know what they are. So you have, that's how you know that he's undervalued, even though these are high numbers that you're these six and a half, 28 and a half, all this stuff are high numbers that you have them at. But if he's playing at an MVP level, they're still not making them high enough. Think about the other MVP candidates in the league. Jokic, his props at 30 and a half. Embiid, 30 and a half. Luka, 30 and a half. I know it's hard to say I'm getting a discount with 28 and a half, but you really, really are getting a discount because De'Aaron Fox is liable to score 30 every single night. And just putting it into context, what I was mentioning about the, the points per game difference, but it, if you want to go a little advanced and go to the analytical side, Offensive rating with De'Aaron Fox, 123.3. Without him, 105.5. So that kind of tells you how valuable he is to this offense um, for the Sacramento Kings. Also, I'll mention this. I think this might be a milestone opportunity for us to ladder this up here, Terrell. Because sub- <laughs> My fault. I was really late with that. Sabonis, his points prop right now is at 21.5 for this game. He's played in... 15 career games against the Pelicans. He's never gone over this number of 21 and a half. <laughs> so I think the scoring responsibility tonight was is probably going to be on De'Aaron Fox here tonight. Um, De'Aaron Fox is 50 to 1 for MVP. Yeah. He's scoring 31. Is this... So on bet three six five, I'm seeing De'Aaron Fox player points high over 36 and a half is at plus 390. Yes, I'll take it. Yeah. I'll take it. 
I think he's he could possibly get into forty here tonight. All right, this is this is ridiculous. I just think this is ridiculous. I I, I really I don't think it's enough respect on De'Aaron Fox name to be honest. And I mean, maybe Jose Alvarado comes into the lineup and affects something. Please, <laughs> not tonight. <laughs> Again, De'Aaron Fox not. <laughs> all right, next game. <laughs> Uh, all right, last game on the board here tonight. We've got uh, oh, we got my Rockets. They are in the Bay Area to take on the Golden State Warriors. Warriors, as it stands, are a seven-point favorite in this game, uh, hosting the Rockets. Total of two twenty in this game. Uh, injury report not yet when submitted for the Houston Rockets. They did lose last night to the LA Lakers by a point. For the Golden State Warriors, we know about Draymond Green's suspension. Gary Payton the second he is going to be out for this game as well. And uh, Trace Jackson Davis is also questionable here tonight with a left lower leg soreness. Uh, but everybody else is a go. Steph Curry, Clay Thompson, and uh, the rest of the players for the Golden State Warriors are a go. Uh, minus seven in favor of the Golden State Warriors here, Terrell. Uh, what are we thinking? Whew. Your Rockets are all right. Going off. Defensively, man, you got seven three and one ATS. Seven three and one ATS. Four zero and one in their last five games ATS. This has been a great road trip. Three and zero on this road trip ATS. I like it's two and zero, but they did get an outright win against the defending champions. So in the last three games, they beat the defending champions outright, and then they covered both games but lost to both LA teams. I can't do it against the Warriors, man. This team just owns us. You know the Warriors are actually 0-6-1 ATS at home. All right, give me the Rockets. <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't I didn't realize it until I looked. They're 0-6-1. They're actually really bad this season against the spread, 5-8-1. And, and I guess that shows how little I've been actually betting Warriors because I haven't felt this. But the 2-6 is a favorite. I mean, you have Steph, so I mean, anything can happen, but Steph being in the game just kind of screams that somehow, some way, the Rockets are going to be in this game, and then Steph's just going to win the game at the end. Like, is this how this road trip is going to go for the Rockets? They're just going to be in the game every time and then just lose it at the end? Is this the last game of the road trip? Let me see. If it is, I'm, I'm taking the Warriors. I'll just go ahead and say that. If it's the last game of the road trip, I'll take the Warriors. Yeah, it is. Uh, they have uh, Warriors tonight, and they, get home, they go home to Memphis and then to uh, home for Denver. Okay, this is a spot where everybody sit here and finally gets on the Rockets and finally bets the Rockets, and then it folds, and the Warriors actually get it done. Give me the Warriors minus seven. Um, yeah, I'll... This is classic here. reverse line movement, too. 85% of the money, 85% of the bets on the Houston Rockets tonight, this line went from six and a half to seven. All right, yeah. And they lost their last. This is game, the last time. Uh, Warriors against the Thunder, right? Yeah. Damn, they're one and six at home. Golly. All this right. is the last time. This is the last time. If it doesn't work this time, we don't do it again. Okay. That's a bet. If it doesn't work this time, if they don't win and cover this time, we don't do it again. And we now we know that we just fade this Warriors team as a favorite at home. And yeah. Two and six. And at home. Two and six is a favorite. It's crazy, but the O six and one, like you have it covered once at home. It's actually really insane. But, I mean, I guess you can only win. You can only cover if you only win once. So, you know, Steph Curry's wearing for Dylan Brooks to cook him in this game. They did match up in Houston earlier this season. Warriors won that game one hundred six ninety five. They won that game by eleven. Um, Houston Curry also hasn't won the game yet. 
All six of those wins are at home. All right, yeah, I'll 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 take the, here I'll lay I'll lay seven. I'll lay seven. If they don't cover if the Warriors don't cover seven, then I just know I have to fade the Warriors at home all season. Yeah. All right. We'll we'll go with the Warriors minus seven. Total two twenty. What do you think? <sighs> Yikes. Uh I mean looking at the numbers here. Let me see. Whoa, that's not what I want to do. Delete that out the way. All right. So we have seven to seven for the Warriors, three and eight for the Rockets. Warriors four and three at home. Rockets one and three on the road. Five and three is a favorite. Two and seven for the Rockets. Night and day there. Uh huh. <sighs> Give me an under. I think it might be something similar to what we saw in Houston, like one. And one hundred, like something in that neighborhood. Yeah, it went. On. Uh, that's really, that's really what it came down to. Like, you look at the last game that they played on the 29th in Houston, one hundred six ninety five. Uh, that came out. What does that come out to? Two hundred one. Two hundred one. Yeah. Yeah, and that was a two twenty three and a half total. Now it's two twenty. I'll take my chances and go under again, but I don't really like that. Yeah, I mean, historically, you need to go back since the twenty eighteen season, even how bad. The defensive teams, uh, or how about the Rockets' defense was over the past several seasons since that 2018 season, 24 matchups. The under is 14, 9, and 1, 61.9. I like that. All right. That makes me feel a lot better about that under, actually. Yeah. All right. So, yeah, I like the under here. Maybe Rockets' team total under. I think they might just have some tired legs, not only ending the road trip, like we mentioned, but also playing in a back to back situation here. All right. Under for us, uh, player props. I'll I will take Dell Wardell. Give me Wardell. Wardell over his points. Wardell. I I mean, I think I'm gonna have a pretty good night if I just parlay Fox and Wardell today. I think I'll have a pretty good night. Give me Clay Thompson threes, man. Or Clay You're crazy. Points. You're Dude, crazy. This guy always cooks the Rockets, man. I'm telling you, if this number is below 19 and a half, I'm I'm on Clay You're here. Crazy. Tonight. We're taking Clay props in 2023 at this point. I'm taking Clay tonight. When's the last time Clay cashed over his prop? Against the Rockets. Not in, not 19 oh, was it really? Oh, was it really? <laughs> <laughs> was it hold on? Was it really? Was it the last time you I was really just trolling, but is that really the last time he cashed his prop? 16, 5, 16, 14. Oh wow. Oh. Oh wow. Oh dear lord. Oh he dear lord. The Rockets, I'm telling you, man. What's his line? 15 and a half. Oh well, he's gone over fifteen and a half a couple times here. But I'm just gonna read off what he's done against the Rockets over the last yeah, seven, eight games: 26, 20, 30, 14, 41, 42, 29. This season, nineteen. And nineteen actually is like a really like you're really kind of hurt that he only scored nineteen in that. And he was five at ten from three. All right, fine. We'll be we'll give it a clay top. We'll do clay day today. Clay day today. Where's uh bet three six five? My player points milestones. This is crazy. I can't believe we're doing this with Clay. But I mean, hey, the numbers numbers don't lie. Men lie, women lie, numbers don't. Clay, player points, milestones. We have him 20 at plus 195, 25 at plus 550, and 30 at 10 to 1. I mean, I'd take it up to 25. 30's a little, you know, come on. It's it's still clay, but we can threes. Uh, well, threes is going to give you. You need a lot. Three and a half is at plus one fifteen. I got. I got. Yeah, I got. Well, 
bet 365 gives you plus 125 on that four if you go to that player made milestones plus 125 on the four plus so last five last four games this is just threes 10 12 5 and 5 wait that was threes where you said 10 and 12? just threes 10 of you said, 13 you said you said 10 10 of 13 zero? 12 of 17 5 of 13 and 5 of 10 against the rockets against the rockets last four in houston the houston team this houston team and then this season like 10? i mentioned that matchup in houston uh he got up 10 threes and he made five of them moon off i can get 10 threes for 40 to one I don't, I don't know I mean, if you want to, I mean, he's, it sounds like he's hit him in two of the last, in two of the last, the last four matchups. Yeah. <laughs> what, what did you say? Five plus one? Five plus was plus two eighty. Yeah, I, I think he, I, I think he does it. I don't know. He has some type of personal vendetta against his Rockets team. I don't know what it is, but I, you definitely got to get on that. Nah, yo, I really do have a, a issue with putting my money on Clay. Like, I really, really do have an issue with it. But like, Munov, <laughs> Munov, he sold me. I mean, bro. This, Man, he always hooks the Rockets, I'm telling yeah, you guys. 10, 10 and 12 threes against one team? Yes. I'm very curious. I'm very – I don't know how I would figure this out, but I'm very curious how many players have an actual double-digit three games against one team. I'm sure Steph has multiple, but, like, I don't think that's that common. And this was just last season as well, November 20th, 2022. Oh, it's, look. Exactly a year ago today, Clay Thompson scored 41 <laughs> points. He was 10 of 13 from three-point land. <laughs> All right, Budoff, we'll, we'll back Clay Thompson today, man. We'll back Clay Thompson today. All right, so when he leaves with an injury in the first quarter with an ankle injury, then you can cuss me out. Oh, I can't uh, but, wait yeah. to come back, buddy. <laughs> I might have to jump on. I might have to hop on the show for a second tomorrow if he go out with an injury. That'd be crazy. Shout out to Power Moves. Talk about new sub. I'm loving the channel. Appreciate it. All y'all that aren't sub, because it's a bunch of y'all. Hey, YouTube be telling me all the analysts. It's a bunch of y'all that be watching every single day and not sub. Just so, or hit that like button for that. Yeah, like God, that's one click. Come on, bro, I don't charge you for nothing. All right, come on, Moon Off. We're at an hour in. Oh yeah, that's that was the last game. Um, let's do lock and dog, and then we'll get into our uh, underdog uh, fantasy entry. All right, for my lock, I'm going back to my New York Knicks. Give me the under two fourteen and a half. I mean, these both of these two teams, they've been really, really good under teams because they're really, really good defensive teams. You look at what these two teams, well, not really Minnesota, but the next five and eight to the under Minnesota is two and three at home, three and five to the over on the road for the Knicks as well. One and four is an underdog. They are cashing this under as an underdog. I think this is another good spot where the Knicks underestimated come in, play really, really good defense, give Minnesota a game keep this game going under like the previous two games in Minnesota that they played them. I will take the under 214 and a half. That is my lock. For my dog, let's go with, oh, I really don't think Detroit actually wins. I think they cover, but I don't think they win. You like that uh, Mark Williams double-double, didn't you? Yeah, man, I did like that Mark Williams double-double. I, I, I'm actually kind of torn between doing Mark Williams and just sucking up my pride and going with uh, with Clay <laughs> threes, with Clay to hit five threes. Like, I just need him to do half of what he did last year, and we're good for plus 280. Uh, yeah, it's Clay, though. Clay's really it. I mean, I guess this is the best time to back him when everybody else is fading him, right? 
Everybody else is fake. I don't think anybody's out here betting Clay. Oh. Give me Clay five plus three is a plus two eighty. All right. Just give me half, uh, half of what you did last year. That would be my dog. I'll, I'll, hey, I'll make it fun for us. Give me Clay five plus threes. Plus All three. right. Uh, for my lock, I'll take the Miami Heat on the money line, minus 120. They choked that game away in the second half. And typically, like we've seen over the past several seasons, when these teams have the scheduling spot where they have teams playing each other in back-to-back games, whether it's two games in three nights or in back-to-back situations, usually that second team is always winning, uh, or that team that lost the previous usually ends up winning. Uh, but I don't like the vibes in Chicago. Um, <laughs> just, he looks like he's ready to get up out of there. DeMar DeRozan looked like he's ready to get up out of there. Bam plays well against the Heat team. Jimmy Butler back in Chicago. Uh, again, I, I think there's enough depth on this team for the Miami Heat to get this victory here tonight. So I'll take them on the money line, minus 120. For my dog... Bet three six five had we talked about the deer and fox points over thirty six and a half plus three sixty. That's my power flickers. Give me that deer and fox over thirty six and a half plus oh. three ninety. Ooh, oh, we're get- Hey man, I like when me and Moon off on the show because we be giving out dogs. None of this plus. Now, if you want to parlay Fox over thirty six and a half and Clay over five threes and really have a night oh yeah that is a night get you a get you a saver in case i'm 100 percent right and it's actually steph that saved the day for them tonight because but i do really like that i mean the the stats are on clay side i cannot like i cannot argue the numbers are that. there yeah the numbers are there so i'm with you all right all right, let's put together our underdog entry for tonight. Uh, like, do we just take clay points? Do we have to take clay? Who took clay enough? Can we just? Yeah, take, I think that's yeah, not Mary. double dip. You want to go Mark Williams? Yeah, I can back Mark. We'll see if his uh, if they give you a spicy on his double double. We'll yeah, it's a uh, high. Yeah, one point two. Yeah, one point two five x. Yeah, we'll take that definitely. So Mark Williams. Uh, I feel like we got to play De'Aaron, though. I'm telling you, they're underrating him because they don't yeah. see him as an MVP, and he's 100% an MVP. It's not enough. You want to take points or assists? Mm-hmm. Or points and assists is at 33, sorry, 35 and a half. I think you just get over the points regardless. Yeah, yeah, man. I think that's How does he not go 30? He gives, he could, he's going for 30. Give me De'Aaron. Just the points? Yeah, just take the points. All right, and then let's do one more. What do you think about Jokic? <sighs> Jokic triple-double spicy at 1.25. Sure, why not? <laughs> why not? He could get it in three quarters. All right, so you want to go with those three? Yeah, let's do it. All right, so that entry... 9.37x. $100 gets you $937. Yep. All right. So Mark Williams, double-double, higher, uh, 1.25, spicy. Nikola Jokic, spicy on his triple-double, 1.25. And De'Aaron Fox, higher, 29.5 points. Like Terrell said, that $100 entry will get you 937 here tonight. All right. That's really, really juicy for something that feels – that's really, really juicy for something that doesn't feel that hard. K-Jam – Pointing out, yes, Ruby Rose is stunning, but she is a lesbian. If you didn't know that, Doubtpool knew that. 
What? I don't think that's true. Hey, is Ruby Rose a lesbian? Something to find out. <laughs> Terrell's trying to find that out right now. Yeah, I'm. I'm, I'm literally trying to. Ask, is Ruby is Ruby Rose a lesbian? She's bi. All right, halfway there. She's bi. Yeah. All right. I'm about to say I didn't think she was a lesbian. She used to date DDG. Uh, uh, uh what's her name? Boyfriend. Uh, what's the Hallie? Hallie? Yeah. <laughs> I'm bad we're having a Ruby. Can we end the show? Why are we having a Ruby Rose discussion? All right, that is gonna do it for this. I was just pointing it out because we had talked about it earlier. So that person is just going back and watching the show right now. All right, that is gonna wrap it up. <laughs> For this edition of the NBA Gambling Podcast, uh, you can make sure to follow Terrell on Instagram and Twitter at reallyrell underscore underscore. Follow me on Twitter slash x at sportsnerd eight eight two. For more importantly, for the fifty eight of you watching and the sixty some that are that were there, make sure you subscribe to the NBA Gambling Podcast YouTube channel and smash that like button before you guys get out of here. Terrell, anything else you want to mention before we get out of here? Nah, I'm good. Uh, uh, you, you mentioned it all. All right, we'll be back tomorrow, same place, same time, 11 a.m. Eastern. It'll be myself and Scott tomorrow, so look out for us then. Hopefully, we'll be touting some uh, clay props. If not, I know Scott's not the greatest clay fan, so we'll see. All right, we'll talk to you guys <laughs> tomorrow. Till then, good luck with your bets. Let's break these books off and let it ride. Basketball, give me, give me, give me the ball because I'm going to go get it. Basketball, give me, give me, give me the ball.